What is up, party people? Welcome to another installment of your favorite podcast. <laughs> it's mine. What's? Well, I mean, it should be right, but no, I have other podcasts that I love equally as much. Um, favorite par- podcast, me, it me, the Barbarette, and you are listening to the Herapist is in. Uh, you're probably going to hear a lot of noises because right now I am doing. Uh, <laughs> immersion therapy. No, I don't know. I don't know what I would call this right now, but let's just, let's just get into it. So I'm depressed. (laughs) I shouldn't, I shouldn't be laughing. I'm depressed. Okay. And it's okay to say, and it's okay to feel, and it's okay to be. And I think the fact that we are afraid to say that and we keep it and we hide it and we, um, tiptoe through the tulips around it um doesn't mean that it's not happening (laughs) oh it's happening it is happening all right so it just hit me you know i've said it before in case you guys can't tell yeah you're gonna hear the you're gonna hear the outside sounds right now i'm sure you can probably hear them which is why i'm trying to overcompensate a little bit with my my voice (laughs) with my tone which i feel is a little extra super raspy right now but you're gonna hear the sounds of the street sounds of these streets um you're probably gonna hear the sounds of my grinder and or me packing this little j because yeah that's happening too right now we're smoking on that sativa to try to get the mood right because yes recently i have been and i think i already mentioned it i don't know i don't know what order these are coming out in i don't know who's doing what and when and where um but i've been trying to more absolutely medicate than just smoke because I want to focus on whatever I'm dealing with or whatever the objective for the session is um, and smoke accordingly. I did get into this. I do remember getting into this. I think it, I think it was the high episode, which is why I don't remember as much. Um, but yeah, we're smoking on sativa right now because sativa used to give me complete full-blown panic and anxiety attacks. Um, and we're talking about like, 2008 2000 yeah maybe 2008 9 possibly into 10 when it was just the um dispensary revolution where there were dispensaries everywhere and long beach was the hub for those dispensaries shout out to my girl ruthie ruthless who um actually helped educate me a lot on the ganj and in terms of using it like for medicine um we are still friends to this day too. So shout out to you, Ruthie. I miss you if you're listening. Which probably not, but one day you might. Um, so yeah, I used to smoke sativa because I liked the way it. Um, I don't know. I I I was the one with the medical card, so I would go into the places and I would go based off smell, and I had a tendency to like the way the sativa smelled. So there we were until I found myself at a club. I don't remember. I don't remember the name. It's not the Palladium, but it's near the Palladium. Is it Arena? I don't know. I was at some club watching. Oh, was it? It wasn't Duke Dumont. Um, name another big. Um, that, okay, I cannot be packing that right. That is not already a half a gram. I am not packing these right. Um, sorry, talking to myself. The personalities are discussing things amongst themselves right now. Uh, it was a huge DJ. Uh, oh, Cascade. 
went to go see Cascade at this club. I'm going to set the scene for you because we're doing story time. And then we'll get back to stuff. But whatevs, digressions. Um, went to see Cascade with my BF and my Nino. And there were a lot of people there. We went for one of my Nino's friend's birthdays. Um, and as I'm in line for the restroom, which women, you know, this happens. The short little drunk girl is going to bump into you. And she's not just going to like bump. Excuse me. No, that bitch is going to come full force like a Mack truck and hit you and bump you out the way and her excuses that she's drunk and mind you I am 5'9 and it was this teeny tiny teeny teeny tiny little petite Asian girl and she bumped the shit out of me and my reaction <laughs> was to like nudge her back right like mm, take up my space mind you did I did I mention how teeny teeny tiny she was she bumps me. Um, I take up a little more space, but, you know, I widen myself up and I broaden myself out a little. Um, and then it was my turn to go into the restroom next. So I went to the stall and I started crying hysterically, like sobbing silently to myself. Like it, it was, you know, looking back on it, it was really sad. And then I kind of like whoop, popped out of it. Um, we left not soon after, or not too long after that. Yeah, no, I lied. Maybe like an hour after that. And we had to wait to get our um, car from Valet. And Valet took about 45 minutes. And meanwhile, while this is happening, my anxiety is building and building into full-blown panic attack mode. So yeah, the little incident in the bathroom, sobbing in the bathroom, that was panic attack. Um, and then, well, and of course I was smoking the sativa heavily in between. And then while we were waiting for the valet, the two guys went to go take care of valet stuff. Cause you know, Nino was trying to do it. The BF got pissed. So he went to go help. At least that's the way I remember the story. And as I'm standing there in the furthest corner of this parking lot, minding my own panicky business, um, this fight breaks out in front of me and it's a bunch of dudes it's probably like eight to ten dudes mobbing each other up um one dude got tossed on top of a car twice uh like picked up and tossed it was nuts the melee was happening right around me and what did I do I curled into a ball and I sobbed pat like <gasps> like hyperventilated panic sobbed um in front of a tree and <laughs> Until the BF and Nino came to save me. So there's that. There's that. Since then, I've stayed away from the sativas. However, recently on this journey of life and self-exploration self and self-lovery and a whole lot of fuckery as well, um, I've realized that I can absolutely utilize sativa as a tool to help get me through the toughy parts. Um, so that's what I'm doing right now. I just packed my... King Palm, shout out to them if you ever want to, you know, sponsor, sponsor a girl. I'm here. But yeah, so I was sitting in my car. I was getting ready to, um, I pulled into my parking spot and I was ready to get off. Finished work not too long ago. Um, drove, I was hungry. I realized I was hangry, actually, but didn't want to get food just yet because it's four o'clock. It's like a weird time to, to be eating, I guess it would be liner Dunch. One of those two. It's a little too weird. It's like not dinner time and it's definitely not lunch time, but I'm a little hungry. So instead I chose Starbucks because I also have a migraine. Yeah, right. Today's just the day. I know. 
I feel I feel your thoughts. Today is just the day. A day. Had a great day at work too, BT dubs. Everyone was amazing. Everything was amazing. I did well, my first one was cut and color, but I did cuts all day, and it's rare that I get a day like that, especially with women's cuts in the mix. So it was fun. It was a good day. Um, but I get my Starbs. I come home. I park in my stall, and I literally went on autopilot. Like, pilot. Went on autopilot. I was sitting there. My windows are down because my AC don't work right now. I need to recharge or something. I don't know. Uh my windows are down. I feel the warm sun. Now, you know, I'm a cold girl. I'm a cold girl. I love the cold, but there are days like this and times like this where the sun is everything to me and it's everything I need. And it was one of those moments I pulled up, I put it in park. And just as soon as it went in park, I kind of, and I was, I mean, obviously I was thinking because I thought it, but I wasn't thinking thoughts like words were not processing in my mind. My head was tilted to the right and I just kind of froze. I wasn't blinking. I wasn't moving. I was just staring through this bush. It's in front of my parking stall. And I just didn't think for a second. I didn't think. And it felt really good. Again, that heat from the sun was coming in on me. It just felt really, really good. And it made me want to be outside. And then it slapped me in the mouth like when I called my beloved Nina the b-word when I was I think I I was covering my mouth right now because I just my eyes are closed I got traumatized I went back there I was in my backyard again getting slapped in the mouth by my Nina for calling her the b-word I believe I was probably 10 or 11 and ooh, I got slapped in the mouth and just thought yeah you're depressed and it like sunk and it hit. I'm not going to lie. I'm emotional right now. I'm also not going to lie because let's, let's really talk about what's triggering this. And men, shut up. Shut up. This part is not for you. You can have no say on this. So shut up. Shut your thoughts up. I already know you're going to, not all of you, some of you are going to roll your eyes. So just shut up. I'm I'm about a week away from my P-Rod, okay? Oh, that sneaky bitch is coming. She's coming for me, and she's coming hard, and this time she's affecting me emotionally. But it's not that it's not true. It's not that my feelings and my feelings of depression are not true. I think, like a lot of us, let's just get real. Point to yourself because you know, you know. I'm talking to you because I'm talking to me. A lot of us are depressed right now, right? I know. It's okay if you cry because my eyes are getting watery too. It's also okay if you feel heard and understood for the first time in a long time. Because in talking with you guys and dealing through my behind the chair in my brain issues with this podcast, I'm feeling heard and understood too. So we're in this together. Sweet melodies, huh, bro? Um, yeah, I am a functional, functioning depressive. And man, if there are not a lot more of us out there than we'd like to admit, I have a feeling that through this whole period of time, this entire pandemic time, 
a lot of us have realized that we have had underlying mental health issues, specifically anxiety and depression that maybe we have never allowed ourselves to tap into. And I am right there right now. Being burnt out, being scatterbrained, um, just wanting to sleep sometimes or go out and do crazy spur of the moment things, go for really long drives despite how incredibly expensive gas is, you know, irresponsible stuff. Um, I feel the need and desire to do that all of the time. And it's my depression. Oh, I did not expect to want to get this deep, but you know what? We're here. So we're going to, we're going to go here. Let me take a hit real quick, please. Talk amongst yourselves. I'm hitting pause and I'll be back in half a second. So it's like I tell my nephew, take three long, slow, deep breaths and you'll feel better. So that's what I just did. Except each of those inhales contains some THC. But I feel better, right? My voice sounds better. I don't sound as shaky or teary because I'm not right now. Recollected myself what that one personality, the strong personality, I don't know, I don't know which one it is, but was like, nah, 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 get your shit together. Here we go. Let's do this. Click, clack, click, click, clickety, clack. Let's do this. Um, so yes, I have suffered from depression before. I absolutely have. Um, I'm probably sure I went through it as a child, but as a child, like, you know, you don't, it's, it's innocence and naivete and nobody, like, you don't know that. You don't know that. So maybe I was minorly depressed as a child. Um, as an adolescent, yeah, yeah. And then as a teenager, oh dear God, yes. My mom, my co-host, she dealt with a lot. And I'm sure as much as she saw, um, you know, she had her own things going on. She, she was once the age I am now. And knowing what I know now, I know she dealt with a lot more than I know. Um, so to see her daughter, I know she tried to help me and help me through it, but I wasn't willing to talk through it. I've always been a solve my problems myself type of person. And what I'm seeing on Instagram and TikTok, what the, what the social medias are telling me is that that's, those are traits of someone who probably dealt with childhood trauma on their own. And that was the coping mechanism. That's how you learn to deal. Well, guess what? It me. So for reasons I don't want to get into. That's not the time or place. Yes, I was depressed. My depression, sadly, was much more severe as a teen than what I'm realizing it is now. But then again, as a teen, everything is the end of the world, right? Like teens and 20s, everything is a big deal. You just don't understand. You've never been born like me. I'm the only person, right? There's a lot of that and it's, it's destructive. And if you can't relate to this, you know what? I'm not even being sarcastic, but good for you. That is effing incredible. That's effing incredible that you can't relate to this because I know there are people out there who can't, who had phenomenal childhoods and teenage years and even twenties and you just can't relate. That's cool. Thank you for listening. This part obviously isn't for you, but maybe you'll learn something about people like me. Nobody likes the way your motor sounds. I mean, only men like the way your motor sounds. Got dudes.
Masculines like the way your motor sounds. I don't. Sorry, it throws me off. And the fact that my car makes noises like that, I hate. Digress, digress. Bring it back together. So yes, I suffered through some extremely heavy, extremely dark depression as a teenager. I was never medicated. I don't believe personally for myself and me only that medication was ever a good option, which is why I herbally medicate because that's something I can control, which is other issues. That's other issues. But the side effects of, of weed are a lot, you know. They're a lot nicer. Like I don't, I don't Hulk rage out when I smoke, like I can have the tendency to do when I drink tequila. I don't have it when I smoke. Uh, do I have a tendency to overeat? Yes, yes, all indica, all day, right there. Do I sometimes fall asleep during a lot of TV shows? Yes, yes, I do. Do I get a lot more quiet at social functions and keep my sunglasses on longer than I probably should? Yes, yes, I do. So far, so good. They don't sound too bad for me. Do I get pain relief? Do I get to fall asleep better? Yes. Did I just hear and find out that we don't we don't dream when you smoke weed? I saw a comment section because I read the comments. I'm going to go in the comment section. I'm going to do my detective work and I'm going to read the comments. I'm going to scroll for a while, but I'm going to read the comments. Most of the time, especially TikTok, always reading those comments. Um, boop. I kicked in. <laughs> I forgot where I was. Reading comments, I saw a comment about um, somebody saying that they were however many days sober from weed. Let's just say 30 days. It had been 30 days since they had last smoked weed and the comment section went crazy saying get ready for the dreams get ready for the dreams further investigation told me two things that when you smoke regularly you don't have dreams so I thought about it I rarely have dreams but I couldn't tell you if those are on nights I do or don't smoke I'm not gonna know that or remember that whether I smoked weed or not I personally my mind would not be able to remember that college burned me out. I fried out in college. Not, not like that. Like I, you know what? It was probably high school. See, see, depressed. That's why I was so depressed. Overachieving, procrastinating, perfectionist, Ooh, firstborn. Ooh, yeah. Cray cray. But dealing with, dealing with it back then, it was, it was bad. It was bad. I'll just leave that there. That's another podcast for another day. Let's talk about this kind of depression right now where I am functioning. The fact that I'm able to acknowledge it and just like, oh man, yep, here we are. And then to knowing that I can blame my P-Rod for it because I am not going to call that thing by its government name or its government nickname. My, just my P-Rod. Um, when that comes, sometimes it's, sometimes I just get very bloated and chubby very bloated and chubby. Sometimes I um get angry. He he only it's that's only happened like once or twice if I if if ever. <laughs> Maybe moody and angry? <laughs> okay. Uh, and then sometimes it's fine. And when it's fine, psychologically, physically, it's not okay. And it means that, um, I'm dying, that I'm dying and that my cramps are just attacking. Like, 
You know what I think it could be? I, I think I figured it out. Are you ready for this? When the cramps are that bad, it's royal rumble of the eggs in the ovaries. And as it gets down to the last few fighters, they just start going really nuts. Because you're not having to just like fend off a bunch of people running at it. If you don't know what Royal Rumble is, check up WWE, previously known as WWF, which it's always WWF, um, history and or present day and Royal Rumble. Okay. And then once it gets down to like the last two, two fighters, I think, I think I have more than two fighters in there. I have, no, I have to. Yeah, I've got a lot more than two. So we're like still at the crazy group fighting phase, but it's not as many groups that are fighting. So it's getting down to fewer and fewer wrestlers and they're just bouncing off the ropes. And like one goes and puts, puts the other one overhead and climbs up to the third rope with the, the one still over his head and then throws the guy the guy in the air down onto the mat and then jumps up off of the third rope as high as he can to land on the guy on the mat. Like, you know, just banging around each other. So if it's not psychological and psychological slash emotional, it is physical. It is full blown old school $70 pay-per-view royal rumble shout out to bad bunny too for you know last couple years showing out just saying benito if you hear this (laughs) i'm not even gonna say just kidding because then i would be lying on record today's drink from starbucks is oh i'll i'll order it my my what I learned from reading the screen one too many times and or being corrected by a young barista is um my order is an iced dopio espresso in a grand but I you know you can just say iced dopio in a grande cup what is that that's something I don't okay I'll I won't read it I'm gonna say it like I say it to the machine Hi, I'm good. How are you? Can I get an iced dopio? I listen, I wait for them to respond. Can I get an iced dopio in a grande cup? Do you have pistachio syrup? Perfect. Okay, let me get three pumps of pistachio and heavy cream on the side. Mm-hmm. On the side. Thank you. Okay, that's my order. What it is, is two shots of espresso over ice in a grande cup so I have room to put the heavy cream in with pistachio syrup if they have it. I say three. I should probably say six because we all know that they go like they do quick pumps instead of right a full pump. Make it like you're making it for yourself, Bethany. Okay. Marcos, make it like you're making it for yourself. Okay. Thanks. That's all. Um, So I get three pumps of pistachio if they have it and it's seasonal so they're running out of it and I wish they would just sell it to me because I love the pistachio syrup and even if you're someone who doesn't like pistachios the nut the syrup is incredible I feel like I should verbally correct my grammar but for your sake I won't I'm not gonna use my degree 
I'm not going to use it on you right now. Not like that. Because, yeah, don't forget it. I won't let you. Bachelor's in English, and that's good enough for me. But that's a whole other podcast. Whoops. Oh, yeah, depression. Depression looks a lot different. Depression is... (laughs) Segue. Depression is way more comfortable. Ooh, shoot. Is that better or worse? Is it better or worse that the depression as an adult for me has gotten a lot more comfortable? And now I need to make note because I was thinking of it right now while I'm talking. How? The personalities. That's how. Multitasking. I was just thinking that I need to point out the fact that I am not clinically depressed and don't don't come for me if I'm not going Webster's Dictionary with the definition, but meaning I have not been diagnosed. I have not sought out medical treatment. I've, I, you know, I've done the professional thing once or twice, hmm. Hmm. but we're not judging here, right? We're just talking, keep the comments to yourselves and don't ever mention that stuff to me because I'll know where you heard it. I'll know exactly who told you. And that personality is crazy. Okay, so I'm not, I've never been professionally diagnosed. I have never sought out professional treatment. I have never taken medication for it. Um, so I, I've never, I've, I've never had to struggle with, um, we'll say it like the kids say it because I feel it's, cute to say it that way. I've never struggled with unaliving myself. Um, and I speak very solemnly right now and with reverence for your struggles and absolute respect and love and understanding. If you are someone who has a million percent, no judgment. And if you never have, that is awesome, but we're not talking about you right now. We're talking to you. But if you have struggled with that, um, my heart's with you. I've been fortunate enough that it's never gotten that rough, which is kind of what throws me off. And not to say that it hasn't gone that bad. I just haven't, you know? I've, I've... I just haven't. Simple. I'm not going to keep doing that because I'm not going to pretend to understand completely or fully empathize with how you feel. I sympathize wholeheartedly. Okay. It kind of threw me off that I said I'm more comfortable with it now. It's more comfortable. So does that mean I've gotten better? Or it's... It's abusing me better. (laughs) It's taken over. It's in control. No, it's not in control. But like, that's crazy to think if I was going through stuff like this right now in my late teens and early twenties, all that stuff I said about not, not, um, not clinically diagnosed. Yeah. We'll just throw all that stuff out the window because I guarantee you it would have been. Crazy, right? Retrospect. Hindsight. 
Hindsight is 2019. <laughs> Hindsight is 2019. Clear as day ish. <laughs> oh man, I think I just wanted to unload wheelbarrow. I think I just wanted to unload. I needed to talk to someone. And I didn't want to, let's be honest, let's be real, because that's what we do here. This is why we go unfiltered, unedited, and just raw recordings. And this is also why I listen to them on playback <laughs> uh, before I post. Um, I just wanted to get it out. I just wanted to vent. I just wanted to be in the chair, not behind the chair. I wanted to be in the chair right now. Maybe that's how I can um, introduce podcasts like this. Because I think these hit a little differently than the others, like perspective. Perspective hit a little differently than the others, right? That was my first time in the chair, I would say. That was my first like, all right, it's been, it's been a couple visits and I trust you now. So let's do this. Let's create a friendship. Let's create some kind of commonality yeah it was that it was that like when I have those instances with clients and I realize oh man we have just become friends and I think you guys feel the same way too when it happens if you are one of the ones it has happened with it's kind of it's kind of really incredible actually it's a cool cool moment um and we're here now I'm here with that so I think I'm just gonna introduce it as like yeah my turn I'm in the chair today if you don't if you don't want to do this with me if you don't want to take over, like if you don't want to be behind the chair, then just exit out now. Thank you. Like do like that. Like, all right, I'm, I am actually reclining in the chair. Then you'll know like, oh shoot, I'm in the shampoo bowl. Oh dang. <laughs> oh man, this is always fun. I might not. I might not do what I set out to do, but I always accomplish what I need to. Well, I mean, podcast anyway. I know all, all haircuts too, hair color too. Maybe that that actually, if I heard if I heard somebody say that, I would be scared if they were my service provider. <laughs> oh, sometimes I accidentally give you exactly what you want. That's not any better. Um. Okay, so let's see. If you are feeling depressed in any way, don't be ashamed. Don't don't feel other. Don't feel like you're the only cuz you're not. I'm here too. And depression is a is a I mean like right now I feel so much better. I like I legit feel better. I think it was just weighing on me and I needed to say it. So maybe if it's weighing on you, you just need to say it. You just need to say it and you know who you can say it to and you know who you want to say it to. But want and need are two very different things and who you want to say it to might not be the person you need to say it to because the person you need to say it to is the one that's just going to get you. However that is, if they get it, if they get that, they're, they're just going to get it. They're going to get you and that's what you need. If you don't have that person, you need to rethink your, your circles. You need to figure that out. You need to figure that out. But I'm here for it. This, this is the place. This is a safe place. 
Um, so thank you. Thank you if you could relate to me in any way. Thank you if, you know what, just thank you. That's all. Thank you. I appreciate you. Appreciate you listening. I appreciate you rocking out with me and all my crazy personalities and still being here for it, even though I smoke and I cuss and, well, I was going to say I drink, but we're still doing good with that. <laughs> all right, everyone. I hope you have a great day. I was going to say weekend because it's my weekend. This is officially a Saturday. It's my weekend, but you know, have a great day. Have a good one. I'll talk to you soon.